Welcome everyone to help. We're stuck in a box. Um, I'm your co-host Michael Ney with our other co-hosts of the night, Alexander Roman. Hello. Good um, morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Yes. Yes. Um, let's just open it up. How are you doing tonight, Alex? Man, I was literally just working on a research project for my art history class before this, so that's been the majority of my day. <laughs> What are you up to? How's it going? How's life? Let's see. I, at the start of this week, had 18 assignments due um, for this weekend. Lovely. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then I've been working on them this week, and I'm down to, I think, 10. Uh, after I complete this assignment, I'll be down to 9. Nice. A solid 9. You love to see it. Yeah. And then... Because, like, I can work on some of the other stuff because they don't take as long. So then I can do that, and I'll be down to, like, two. Nice. Very um, pog. Because I have seven assignments for one class. <laughs> Lovely. Um, and then my girlfriend's birthday is tomorrow, which is going to be great. She's turning 19. Very cool. Very, very nice. Um, very excited. I've also got a surprise date planned that we're going to be going on Wednesday. Ugh, love to see it. Mm-hmm. I'm very, very excited take her there um and then i recorded a new game for my for my channel and then i record i recorded another part of that game and broke the game like actually <laughs> broke how the ui works nice yeah love to see broken roguelike games it's called luck be a landlord i recommend for everyone to go watch the video and play that game because it is very fun it's, it's gambling but without real money wow i can't believe you're shamelessly plugging your own your own video and your own channel you know what they're already here so they <laughs> might as well yeah true right well um so i've had <laughs> two videos go up and we're about to have a third with this podcast so yes indeed Ooh boy well a lot has happened in the world in the past week two weeks it's been very interesting I guess Very. we'll start with, what were your thoughts on the boat stuck in the Suez Canal? How did you okay. view that situation? Okay, that is actually my first topic that I wanted to bring up. That was like topic number one. I wanted to talk about the Suez Canal boat. See, we're on the same wavelength. We got it. Um, I thought it was fucking stupid. I watched the video of how it got stuck, and I still don't understand how. Ugh. Like, it's going... St the Suez Canal, for the most part, is a straight fucking line. <laughs> Especially, or well, where the boat was, it's a straight fucking line. Yep. You uh -huh. you should not turn in the slightest because you don't need to. It's a straight line. Now, I don't know what happened necessarily, but they turned the boat and it got stuck in the mud. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So they have to pull this big-ass freight boat with tiny little tugboats to get it out and make tiny <laughs> progress. Now... It was stuck so long that people had to resort to going back around Africa, like the bottom of South Africa, <laughs> instead of going through the Suez Canal. Yep. Reject modernity. Return to ancient tradition. <laughs> so that's, I thought, I think it's super funny and super interesting. Because if you look at the first day, like if you look at the map of how many boats were being blocked, it was hundreds. Like it was billions of dollars being like lost for them being blocked and everything. You like, billion-dollar trades. Be, yeah. and... 
They should they so should I get thought, a reality check every once in a while. Just by I thought that was super funny. I'm just like, canal. if you look, the boat's going straight, going straight, and then all of a sudden it just starts turning right and gets stuck. And I'm like, deja vu. Why? Never been in this place before. <laughs> <laughs> now I've been seeing. Uh, like, Fuck it, I'm gonna recreate Tokyo Drift. Watch this. <laughs> my my favorite meme that's come out of this whole thing is I saw one today, actually, that was. It was the Suez, it was the boat saying, I'm stuck, right? Uh-huh. And another boat coming along on top of that boat, and it's saying, what are you doing, step boat? What are you doing, favorite step meme. boat? <laughs> favorite meme to come out of the entire thing. <laughs> Fuck it, uncanals your Suez. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was great. It was just a funny little thing for us to laugh at for like a week. Just a big boat blocking world trade and just being stuck yeah. in a canal. Well, so far this month's memes have been a mix of Suez Canal Boat, Monkey, Monkey, and the Baby. Oh, and not only that. Speaking of speaking of rappers and musicians, have you watched the music video for "Call Me by Your Name" yet? Uh, "Call Me by Your Name." Montero, the the song that Lil Nas X just put out oh, that everybody's oh. chatting about on Twitter. Isn't he like lap dancing with the devil at one point or some you shit? You goddamn right he is. Now Lil Nas X is fucking ridiculous. He's my favorite. In the first I place. love him to bits. I think he is one of the dumbest people to come out of the rap game recently. I think he is ridiculously stupid for kind of being like a soldier boy. Of our modern times. What? No way. Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy was his own man. Hell no. You can't compare anybody to Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy is his own entity. <laughs> um, Soldier Boy is just a boy with a dream. Just and a copy boy with a dream. <laughs> and went against copyright violations and made his own Nintendo products. No. Just way. made the Switch, made the PS4, made the Game Boy, made the GameCube, basically, made AirPods. Like he's. <laughs> He has his own website. You can go on Soldier Boy's website and buy these products. They are bootleg products oh of famous game consoles. Soldier and Cube. Guess what Lil Na- <laughs> and guess what Lil Nas X just did? Oh, I saw the shoes. He, I saw, he saw the shoes where he advertised that they had human blood in them. And then Nike was like, hey, hey, we're not a part of this. Like, keep us out of your fucking mouth. You got to admit, the shoes are pretty fucking cool, though. I don't like them. I, I- think they look too bulky for my taste. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Design-wise, they are a bit bulky, but I think the concept's fucking cool. And that that's coming from someone that used to wear big-ass, bulky, like, ankle Adidas, you know? Oh, my like the, God, the yeah. old, The old-school, like, skater shoes when I was not a skater in the slightest. Yeah, oh, you remember those fucking, like, bulky-ass, like, Osiris's that had, like, the huge tongues, too? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude. That's basically what I wore. <laughs> that's ba- and I don't... I. I hate the idea that I used to wear those because I I'm not the biggest fan of bulky shoes anymore. Like I still got some shoes that you could consider bulky, but I mean I don't like the little the new little Nas X shoes. That's fair. I mean it could have been worse. You could have worn New Balances. Uh, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Uh, <laughs> new Balance. If you want to give us an endorsement, that'd be cool. <laughs> Speaking of endorsements, okay. oh god! Here I looked go. it up tonight because the Blues game was on tonight, and I'm pretty sure they lost to the Colorado <laughs> Avalanche. Oh wow! Pretty sad, but we're not doing the worst. We're like 
fourth in our um, division, and we're like 18th in the league out of like 32 or so. That's still pretty solid. So, You're almost halfway. Pretty solid. The Blues are notoriously one of the best on average teams. Uh-huh. The the Blues will do the same every season, basically. I mean, they have only one Stanley win, Stanley Cup win. This but uh, Stanley Cup is hockey, but go on. The the Blues are hockey. I thought you were talking about baseball. My fucking bad. Just kidding. Yeah, I don't know yeah. shit about hockey. <laughs> yeah, keep keep talking. The no, Cardinals I'm is where it's at now. for baseball. <laughs> Cardinals is where it's at for baseball, but the Blues. Um, are your best bet to go with on average. If you want a good, solid team to almost every year get to the Stanley Cup and make it past the first round or so, mm-hmm. the Blues is where you go. Now, I was looking at how much it would cost to put my advertisement inside the ice. Oh, my God. In the rink. <laughs> $5,000 for one year. Jeez. Well, for okay. a year? That's For a year huh. in a densely packed stadium where millions of people will see it millions okay because not only are you getting the blues fans but you're also getting every team that the blues plays against on home field Uh on home turf so five thousand dollars for one year for my advertisement i thought i was thinking to myself i'm like you know what one year i kind of want to just save up like if i become like overly rich which i doubt it (laughs) yeah right but like hypothetically, it's about four hundred sixteen dollars a month. By the way, I would so put my fucking advertisement in the ice. Huh? I would do that in a heartbeat. Now, well, I'm sure they wouldn't let. I don't know if they would let just some like random YouTube kid just put their fucking advertisement in it, though. I'm sure you have to you be would, like some brand of some kind. You would think so, but if I have a brand on my YouTube channel, uh, you know, of course, right? I am a local technical business eh, fair now yeah. the blues the blues love local business like they go crazy for local business and if i get put my advertisement in the ice just to advertise their products and videos and shit and like the games <laughs> boom done deal set up interesting interesting That, but yeah, I was just like, that'd be kind of funny concept. and stupid to do at the same time. <laughs> that's a, it's an interesting little idea. About $400 a month to put your advertisement in ice. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, $416 man. a month is not a, is not a lot. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's about a, that's about a paycheck or two if you're working a solid job. Right, right. But man, Did I... my audio get quiet again? Yeah, you're a little bit quieter for me. Why is it doing this? I'm I have Audacity sh- open. I'm not sure. Please pause for technical difficulties. <laughs> uh, I'm sorting things out. What's going on? What's going on here? All right, how's that? Uh, not too much better. Okay, how's how's this? better yeah it's about the same how was this is this better you seem actually even quieter believe it or not fuck okay hold on let me put this back down this and then sorry everyone at home i know this is (laughs) this is all staying in (laughs) 
<laughs> How's this? Is this better? That is better, yeah. Is it a lot better? Is it is it good for the video? Oh, that's much better, actually. Okay. So you're I, set I where you are. My freaking noise gain. I don't get why it does that. I I didn't click anything. I wasn't touching anything, and all of a sudden my mic just went fucking quiet. Because it just doesn't like you. That's why. It's just like fucking this guy. A new mic. <laughs> making me record Overwatch content. Fuck this. <laughs> about getting a new mic recently because it's just like if this happens for every fucking recording uh-huh oh blues just officially lost two to three nice H hate to yeah, see they're it gonna to, they're gonna have to pay me a little bit more for me to put my advertising <laughs> in the ice now yeah okay <laughs> um, so i wanted to talk about this i've been um watching death note recently right? which one the anime or the live action anime good because then I'm going to go back and watch the Netflix adaptation. Because I've already watched it. But I want to now compare it now that I've seen most of the show. You will hate it when you go back to it, I promise. See, I liked the adaptation. I thought they did a lot for what they could. Bro, they whitewashed um, the fuck out of all the characters, my guy. <laughs> that is true. I understand that they whitewashed the entire thing. But I'm talking more about the concepts. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah, now, I mean, fair. I will agree that the Japanese versions are way better. Well, yeah, because the they two have Japanese Death Note films. They've got proper like casting, the Japanese, and they know what they're doing. Yeah, but the Japanese um, animation for Ryuk is not great. Ryuk? It's very like PlayStation Three esque, whereas the Netflix adaptation is actually something that you would see in like a Marvel movie worth of, you know animation for Ryu. I mean, fair, but there's a certain charm to PS3 era graphics, I would say. <laughs> that's, that's true, but not in a movie style, you know? Yeah, that's fair. When you're trying to play it off as, he's right there next to you. Uh-huh. But, I was thinking about it, and I was like, how would I go about if I had the Death Note? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh -huh. And for people that don't know, Death Note is all about um, Shinigamis, which is, are death gods, um, and they have a book where you write down the name of someone and you see, you know, their name and face, you can control how they die and when they die. Yeah. You can either write a specific like death or if you don't, it's like a, what, like a heart attack in like 30 seconds, attack. right? Yeah. Within 40 seconds, it's a heart attack and That's you can right. write their cause of death within the next six minutes. That's right. It's an interesting concept for sure. Absolutely. Crazy concepts. Like I would... I just watching the show. I'm like, <laughs> yes, I would please tell me how you would kill specific people. <laughs> I'm like, I would do that differently, because I think that they introduce it in the most perfect way of like, haha, you think it's a joke, so you write down someone's name that you know, right? Uh -huh. And all of a sudden they're dead. Yeah. And then you're like, oh fuck, I don't fully think this is real, but shit, that's crazy. And then you do it again, and then the next person's dead, and you're like, okay, I've got some mad power on my hands. Something's going on here. <laughs> Rip to light Yagami, but I'm different. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like watching it back. Some of the things that the hap that happens makes me laugh so much. Like um, Ryuk is the death god that follows Light Yagami, are the main protagonist of most of the show, yeah. but the main protagonist of the movies. Yeah, <clears throat> and Ryuk loves apples. 
but so if he doesn't eat apples enough, his body starts to contorting and like stiffening up. And I'm just like, was that the reason? Really? I don't remember that. Yeah. yeah. And so I was like, what would just happen if like Ryu just went, grabbed a bunch of apples and people just saw a bunch of floating apples being eaten and then disappeared. Like, what would you do, do? Anything about that? I mean, like eventually it would follow like, you know, back to the source as he gets found out, but there's Would a you... lot of different things. And I like how the anime, like whenever you start a new episode and end an episode, like whenever you do like the jump cuts, uh-huh. it shows you a new rule. Oh yeah. Those are cool and too. It, and it elaborates on that rule at the, like the next cut. And I'm like, that's very nice because like, there's so many like questions I've had about the death note. And then all of a sudden they get answered because it's like, Oh, by the way, if a person touches the death note, they can see the uh, the Shinigami, the death god. Right. Would oh, you would you take the deal with the Shinigami in order to see people's like lifespans and to trade out one of your eyes? So the deal we're ta- yeah the deal we're talking about is the Shinigami eyes. You can make a deal which would cost you half of your life. Yeah. Half of your lifespan. Now, here's the thing: you can get rid of the book. But when you do, you die. Yep. And if you, you can take the deal more than one time if you like go around some of like the boundaries of how the rules work. So then you could be down to a quarter of your life. I think at first I would not take the deal because uh-huh. think about how many times criminals' names get released to the public. So mm-hmm. of course I would target criminals first, like hard criminals. Right. Just like and light does. Tra- yeah. Right, as I'm being found out, I think I might take the eyes just so I could kill the people that would come closest to me without even having to know their name. So, like, it would be more of a thing like, oh, wow, they didn't even make contact. Like, how would they know, you know? I mean, granted, do you think he even be found out is the question, you know? Because I feel like as as long as you keep it, like, pretty fucking under wraps and you don't say shit, then you'd be fine, you know? I think, like, in our own world... I don't think I would ever be found out. I think you'd have to actually like tell someone about it to be found out. True. Cause you don't have like there's a fucking, no, there's no L who's going to be fucking tracking your ass down. Right. L is a mastermind detective that can solve any fucking um, crime in the show. But mm-hmm. if we were in that universe, I think I would have to take the deal. Now I was thinking about it. I don't remember seeing a rule about it. I would write my own name in the death note and I would set it up for it to be, you know, 60, 70 years down the road right that way i can't be killed unless it's that time that's how the death note works you cannot be killed until your time is up in the death note interesting i think i would write my name like i would ask the death god of course but i would so if they were like oh yeah you can do that we think i'd Mm -hmm. be like you know what fuck it i'll do it and I would write down my name, and I would write down dies of a heart attack, you know, at the age of 105. Hmm. Now, that won't stop me from being captured by the police or whatever, but it would pro- it would make sure that I have a specific day that I die. Because right. in the show, Light uses it to say, hey, over the next several weeks, these people will die at these times, mm-hmm. you know? So then he writes down a bunch of names, and then over those couple like weeks, he doesn't write down any more names 
and he just acts like a normal person so he doesn't get found out. Hmm. Interesting. I've, I've thought about it so much because I love this show. Rule 4.2, using the Death Note. A Shinigami can extend its life by writing human names in the Death Note, but a human cannot. A person can only shorten his or her life by using the notes. Hmm. Interesting. <clears throat> now, but now, here's the thing. If you can only shorten your life, mm-hmm. let's say you go to a doctor and you say, hey, could you just give me a rough estimate? Like, based on how my lifestyle is now on when would be, like, the latest I could die. Like, the latest I could live. Right. And if they say, hey, you're fine for another 80 years, I would put it down for 70 years. Hmm. True. You know? That way, I would still be technically shortening my life by 10 years. Hmm. Because that rule could kind of cave in on itself. Because if Light were to um, write down someone's name, but then before his before he's done writing it down, that person gets shot and killed. Uh You know, they can't come back to life. Interesting. Because you also see in the show, whenever a Shinigami does write down um, a human's name that's going to kill another human, he's extending the human's life that was going to be killed. Right. Which then kills the Shinigami. Yeah, because I was, I was, I'm looking at this answer now, and apparently there's been, there's like contradictions, you know, I guess, yeah. like even in the manga itself, because like in the, in the manga, it says you will not die if you write your own name in here, but it's not recommended in that the, in the, the, the manga pilot chapter of Death Note. Yeah. But then, <clears throat> in like the movies and like the one shot specials, there's been like the, the killers and like L who do write their own name in the in the death note and they do die so it's just a matter of like canonicity i guess in the second film of the japanese films right Uh l writes his name in the death note because then light tries to write his name down and is show then like the police figure out that it is light Uh but then l comes back to light like l like he fake dies and then he comes over to light and he's like you fucked up basically he's like i already wrote my name in the death note because they all touch the death note they see the god and they're like freaking out now here's the thing you can write rules in the death note that don't really count as rules Uh (laughs) you fucked up idiot can't kill me if i kill myself first (laughs) (laughs) it's like that one meme where the guy has a gun to his his head trust nobody not even yourself Now, in the show, or in the Japanese movie, the second one, uh-huh. Light has, um, fuck, what's her name? It's the, um, Rem. Rem is the female death god that is with the second death note. Yes, with, um, um with, with the, with the punk rock chick, yeah. Yeah, Misa. Yes, her. Light has Rem right in the death note that... If the person does not like kill another person, write down another person's name within like thirteen days, then the death note will be forfeited or some shit. Uh-huh. Now, of course, that rule doesn't stick because it's not a universal death note rule made by like the death like the death god, like the top god. Yeah. But I was like, so what's the like? How do you change the rules? Are there is there a way to change rules and add more rules? 
Huh. I don't know, actually. But I didn't think you were able to write in the death note unless it was someone's name, cause of death, and everything. Right. Interesting. I don't know. I, don't know. I thought that was interesting shit, because I was like, there's so many different questions I have for this show that none of them will ever be answered fully because <laughs> I doubt we'll be able to get the creators of Death Note on this podcast. Right. Yeah, no. <laughs> I, That'd be perfect. But uh, a few years back, an old friend of mine had like the, the manga of Death Notes. He had like the big like black book editions that had like the different volume, like the like, multiple volumes in one book, you know? Yeah. And I, I read the entire manga, and it was super-duper good. But that was so long ago, and I don't remember, like, half of it. <laughs> it's it's phenomenal. It really is. Oh, it's so good. I thoroughly enjoyed my time reading it. I've looked at a little bit of it. Manga, of course, is the best way to go if you're going to try and actually get into something. Then the anime, then the adaptations, because the adaptations are usually horrible. Yeah, that's 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 very true. I but like the thing is, people, you have to take the, the uh, freaking like adaptations with a grain of salt because there's, there's only so much you can do. Mm-hmm. Very true. You know, there's only so many different ways you can have light cling to their deaths. Mm-hmm. Like you, you just can't do much. Yeah, true. All right, we can change the topic. We've been talking about Death Note for a little while. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm just here listening to you fucking chatter on about Death Note. I'm not complaining at all. <laughs> Big nerd when it comes to that shit. I mean, that's totally fair. I've been getting into more anime and stuff here recently. It's been super exciting. Started watching Jujutsu Kaisen. That show fucking rules. So good. Mm. Mm. I think next on my list is either One Piece... Okay, One Piece. Have fun having literal years to, to either or, read or watch through it. Like, uh, Full Metal Alchemist and Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Watch Brotherhood, honestly. I want to watch. No, I'm going to watch the original one first, and then I'm going to watch Brotherhood because I know, I know the whole point of Brotherhood is to expand the show, go past the horrible ending that the first show gives. Correct. And yeah. It's my buddy was like. When you watch the first show, he goes, it's not really a spoiler because it sucks, and I know you don't want a shitty ending. He goes, watch through the first show because the ending is absolutely horrible, and it does not do the show justice. But then the second Brotherhood just negates the ending and says, fuck that, that was stupid. And then completely goes, yeah, we'll just continue the story. Well, Because um, I, I, I think Brotherhood came out after the manga ended, actually. And I think with the first series, the the manga was still going on. So I think they still had to like, like they had to bullshit some ending or something like that. And then I've got My Hero Academia. Good I need to watch stuff. The season of uh, One Punch Man. Uh, I-, I could watch a million. Would not of- would not recommend the second season of One Punch Man. It's so awful. You know what though? People said that about the first season as well because people didn't like the whole aspect that. He's unbeatable. He'll kill everything with one punch, and you know what happens, like in every episode. Like you know he's gonna win. Yeah, but, saying, but that's, that's a... why the show's bad. I go, I love the show for that reason. Like yeah. I'm fine with watching a million episodes of this guy doing the same shit, being so pissed off that he can't fucking die. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but the thing, the thing is, um, like all of that charm that the first season has is just gone in the second one. 
Plus, it was it was uh it was helmed by a different studio, that mm-hmm. than the first then season, and so like just the the kind of like the art style was taken in a different direction as well, and just the story is just like it, it just sucks, dude. I would just recommend watching season one and just leave it at that because it's it's actually funny, has good humor, has charm. I like it a lot. <laughs> I I I lose respect for people that do that. What? Like when people like talk about The Office and they go, "Oh yeah, I watched The Office," but I skipped through the first season, and I skipped through Scott's Tots, and I skipped through you know they go through all the cringy episodes and they just get rid of them. I go, "You're not getting the full show. The show's supposed to be cringy. The show's supposed to be bad in the first season because they didn't know if they were going to get canceled or not." I still I would rather watch a show in its entirety than skip out and then just be like, "Eh," you know? Yeah. I have like, not I watched, watched The Office, actually. I I fully recommend it. The first season is bad compared to the rest of them, but uh-huh. on its own, it's not bad. Because the first season is, hey, we don't want to push our boundaries too much because we don't know if we'll get picked up for another season. Right. Now, once they hit that second season, they go, oh, we're locked in for like three more seasons? Okay, we can push the boundaries of our jokes. You know, there are sexist jokes. There are a little bit of racist jokes you know that come in and that's what the show's supposed to be the show's supposed to be an american workplace the show's supposed to be a mockumentary of shows that have those talking heads like that's the whole reason of the show right now the the racist and sexist shows i'm talking about are sexist in being that's what she said or you know talking about blondes brunettes that kind of shit and the racist ones the racist ones in themselves like even the people that they're making the jokes about will joke about it too. Like it's, I have fun with it. The show is very. I remember seeing that clip where they made the whole joke about that that Chris Rock stand up bit or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and it was the white guy saying it, and he had to like awkwardly perform it in front of like all of his coworkers or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which, by the way, like that that bit by itself is so funny. There's even a part. All right. In one season, where they, so, they're one of the characters is Stanley. He's played by Leslie David Baker, uh-huh. phenomenal actor, right? Right, black guy. And Stanley's whole motive is: you go to work, and you go home. Like you, you're not at work to have fun. That's and yeah, so, I agree. <laughs> all right, so then they bring in a guy named Martin Nash. Um, they make a joke because he is an ex-convict, but he was in there for um, insider trading. <laughs> and so they make jokes they're like trying to go through see who all the uh like who might be the uh convict because they found out that someone <laughs> that they had hired by accident was an ex-con and they were going through all the people and the last person that they had to guess was martin nash and so someone guesses him and they go why because he's black and oh my god <laughs> they go no it's because he's the only person we haven't guessed yet and so then um like they cut to a shot it's a really famous shot um, where Martin looks at Stanley and like pounds his chest twice and everything like that, uh-huh. as in like respect. Uh-huh. And Stanley <laughs> just looks at him and like rolls his eyes and goes back to work. Oh yeah, <laughs> I've seen that clip before. <laughs> so they make jokes about it within their own like racial diversity and everything. Like so, they have like um, Diversity Day is a very like racially tense episode. Uh-huh. Um, a guy they bring in, his name is supposed to be Mr. Brown, and Michael Scott, <laughs> a white guy, goes, all right, 
good test. I'm not going to call you that because that is racist, you know, because oh <laughs> Mr. Brown is God. a black guy. Yeah. It's like, so even within their own, like, first season, they're able to push it a little bit. It's really nice. Right. And, I mean, come on. It's also, um, who is that actor? What is his name? Who plays? Uh, uh, Steve Carell. Yes, Steve Carell. Steve Crush is funny on his own, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's, he's very much made a career out of that type of comedy. Mm-hmm. That's why I like um, the 40-year-old virgin. I love oh, um, virgin's great. someone to share the end of the world with. Uh-huh. One of my all-time favorite Steve Carell movies. It's such a sweet, like, lovey film. Like, basically, Steve Carell's character gets dumped and basically spends the last, like, two weeks they have before the earth, the earth gets destroyed by a meteor and he's just finding someone to spend his last weeks with oh nice yeah it's very fun it's funny it's heartwarming at points there's a scene at it and i'm just like what the fuck just happened <laughs> <laughs> i think one of my personal favorite steve carell movies god i don't remember the name of it now but um, he plays this dude who is like who like gets his ass kicked in the street or whatever, and gets like PTSD from it, and then he like creates this like little miniature town, full of like all these like little like miniature people and characters that he's created. Oh God, what is that? What is that movie called? Wait, are they all mice though? Huh? Are they all mice? No, 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 no. They're like little like action figures. Oh, oh, you're talking about the newest one that just came out. Yes. Okay. Uh. I can't remember what it's called either, but I I have not seen that movie yet. I didn't wow. want to. Called? Welcome to Marwin. That's what it's called. Welcome to Marwin. Yes, that movie is so fucking good. There's another one where uh, he play, plays a character that's supposed to be like a nerd and everything, but he makes many like towns uh-huh. and like stories out of dead mice. Okay. Uh, it's got, <laughs> it's got uh, who plays Ant-Man? uh paul rudd paul rudd it's got paul rudd in it it's got zach galifianakis it's a very funny movie uh-huh. um crap, it, oh that's it? dinner for schmucks dinner for schmucks yeah that's a classic i love dinner for schmucks yeah that's a, that's a classic movie that's a funny one plus i just love paul rudd too he's just oh he's funny <laughs> just again all around just a funny actor True. doesn't need to act funny you know yeah exactly it's a lot of like physical comedy too same with like ryan reynolds and everything oh i love ryan reynolds to death he's so great he's also just like his own like brand of individual too like there's no yeah. like other ryan reynolds out there you can compare him to it's just ryan it's just him. just yeah. doing his thing yeah like, I, you could kind of uh, compare um, Seth Rogen and uh, Steve Carell together. <laughs> uh, Paul Rudd. You can kind of compare them all together because they have, like, somewhat the same personality. Well, I mean... Like just being around funny people, but then, like, their personalities, when you have them all in one film, kind of meshes together. I mean, eh, I mean, when I think of Seth Rogen, I think of other people, like, fucking, um, uh, what the hell is his name? I just had it in my head. What the hell? <laughs> The dude that we talked about that had uh, James Franco. 
James Franco. Yes, I think of James. I think of James Franco. I think of oh, Seth Rogen. Yeah, like Pineapple Express. You're thinking oh, about the one movie where they go Pineapple to fucking Express. North Korea. The interview, baby. Yep. <laughs> I love that movie. Uh, we have many fat children in North Korea. It's <laughs> like one of my favorite lines. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a uh, here. You can have this gum. Tastes like shit. <laughs> Kim Jong Un loves Katy Perry. <laughs> I I love that movie, especially with the opening bit too, where they're like on air and that they're interviewing Eminem, and he's just like, "Yeah, I'm a homosexual." <laughs> Not that being gay is funny. Eminem being gay is funny. <laughs> well, Eminem in his straight face, just looking into the camera and saying, "Yeah, I'm a homosexual. I'm gay. And then I'm a homosexual." <laughs> them being like oh my god oh my god like, they're just like yeah are you, are you fucking getting this have you seen this shit yeah <laughs> you seen the shit <laughs> so fucking funny then it immediately cuts to like another scene where they're be like their entire interview station is being considered a joke by other places yeah <laughs> i fucking love it god speaking uh, of comedians like that that remind that just to segue that that reminds me of like anchorman and like will ferrell Anchorman and Anchorman Two are some of my all-time favorite movies. But you you know oh. what's a shame though, actually. What? Apparently, like Will Ferrell's like a super asshole in like real life, which really sucks because he's really funny. <laughs> really? Yeah. Like I've I've heard. Oh my god! Excuse me. That's so gross. But um, I've heard that apparently, like, because I've read um stuff online from like servers who have like worked in restaurants that he's gone to or whatever. Yeah, apparently Will Ferrell's a fucking asshole. Okay. okay, but I can't... I have to take that with a grain of salt. Because if I saw Will Ferrell and I was serving his table, I'd probably be, like, very nervous and probably, like... Imagine how much he gets crowded when he goes out. I mean, that's a fair point. Because, think about it. If you were to be completely bombarded every time you leave your house, you'd be pretty annoyed. Yeah. And so you would just start to expect it at some point. Which uh -huh. kind of sucks because it sounds like egotistical, but like when it happens so often, you start you kind of expect that crowd to be there every time, mm -hmm. and when someone kind of like acts like it in the slightest, it could piss you off. So like, there's a lot of different things where people go back and forth about um, Jim Carrey doing that and how like, oh, some people are like, oh, he's the nicest person, and some people are like, he's a fucking asshole. But then you have to like kind of take those stories with a grain of salt because you're only hearing that person's side you're not hearing the actual celebrity's side huh. i feel so bad for jim carrey too have you seen his documentary i have not but people have been calling him fucking crazy i wouldn't say he's crazy I, like I would just say that like all the stuff that he's gone through as like an actor and all the shit that he's done it just yeah. kind of fucking just got to him at one point you know same with uh johnny depp Ugh, poor johnny depp I mean, people, again, that was one of the biggest cases where I fully stopped believing most media sources about celebrities because people victimized um, Amber Heard mm -hmm. without looking at any actual evidence, and immediately Johnny Depp lost his uh, fucking contract, Right. I think with Disney or someone else. Um, but he still got paid for the full movie because he was in like five minutes of it. Right. Um, 
but Johnny Depp was found not guilty of abusing Amber Heard. Yeah. Amber Heard, the lying son of a bitch, because she's done this in the past multiple times where she's com- she's called the cops saying, hey, I'm being abused, blah, blah, blah. The cops get there. There's no marks. Um, they take both testimonies and find out that she was lying, like, almost every time. Hmm. And so, like, I... And people would never listen to what Johnny Depp was saying, and they didn't wait for him to say anything. They immediately... Because it was a bandwagon of, hey, let's hate on Johnny Depp. Uh-huh. Let's cancel Johnny Depp. And I hate that kind of shit. Yeah. It's why, even when the whole Smash community got ratted out, or not ratted out, that sounds <laughs> bad, when the Smash community got found out that there was a lot of pedophiles and everything, yeah. Um, people blamed ESAM, they blamed Zero, they blamed... Uh, oh, really? ESAM got in trouble too? I didn't know about that. Well, ESAM... I think, because they also blamed Mewtwo King. Interesting. But ESAM, from what I remember, had actual, like, receipts and records and videos of where he was that night that they were trying to call him out on. Interesting. And he proved himself that he was innocent. Right. But people wanted to cancel his career and hate on him before they even heard his side of the story. I mean, unfortunately, that's just... I mean, people always look for something to shit on, you know, because it just makes them feel better. Yeah. It's a bandwagon of wanting to hate on things, and that's why I do not... Like, you could say that someone killed this person, <laughs> but until a an actual... Unless the evidence is damning, he was found in his house over the dead body with the knife in his hands. Mm-hmm. Okay, I believe it. Okay? But if you were to say, this person killed this person... It's not even gone to trial. You know, he wasn't found nowhere near the property where the body was, whatever. I'd be like, okay, I kind of want to see the actual evidence first and like how it connects to him in a verdict before I want to make my decision because I don't want to be hating on someone for no fucking reason because that sounds absolutely stupid. Right. Yeah, I understand that. So it kind of pisses me off about the, the Derek Chauvin trial right now. You know, we're going on day fucking five. This man was caught on camera kneeling on George Floyd's neck and quite literally fucking killed him. But nah, five days on a fucking trial. Should have had a convicted day one, for God's sake. Ridiculous. Ugh. And then there's um the whole thing with Sinatra. Oh, Sinatra. And I, and I will admit that the evidence can look very damning towards him. But if he is in a current relationship and I doubt that his personality would change from relation to relationship like that because people that have abusive personalities and stuff like that, they do not change that personality. Hmm. So if he was truly abusing his past girlfriend, his current girlfriend would most likely stand up for it as well, as well as other past girlfriends. I mean, so, that whole situation is just a mess in and of itself. It's a mess, too. But the thing is, also, he fully said that he's cooperating completely with the police. And most innocent people don't really want to do that. Most innocent people don't want to say, all right, I'll give them whatever they want. You know, they can ask for it and I'll give it to them. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just want to wait till I find out an actual verdict from the police saying, hey, he did, you know, mentally... Uh, verbally abuse his girlfriend and I'll say okay that guy's whole career deserves to be fucking destroyed I understand that and I will stand by that 100% but I will not be overly proactive I'll put it that way 
about destroying someone's career. Because I wouldn't want that done to me. People at my work make up shit about me, or not at my work, not really making up shit about me, but like mishearing things and almost getting me fired or in trouble for saying something that I didn't fucking say. You know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want my career to be ruined because someone doesn't like who I am or made up a lie about me. I mean, like, yeah, I, I, I get that, but <clears throat> I mean, I we just really just kind of have to see where it goes, you know? Yeah. I mean, look at that one um, former football player. He was about to go pro, just got out of college, right? Was lined up for a spot in the NFL. What was his name, if you remind me? I do not remember his name right now, but you can look up. Um, There's a lot. College graduate that got accused of rape. Um and then wrongly convicted. He, the woman accused him of rape and they put him behind bars. 20 years later, 20 years later, I believe it was, she came out and said, yeah, I was lying. And this whole guy's career was fucking destroyed. Uh-huh. He was going to be in the NFL. He most likely, most likely could have gone to the Super Bowl. Like, his whole career was ahead of him. And because a lady lied, he was put in jail for years on end. Brian Banks was his name. Yep. Poor man. I told you, like, you'd find it, like, immediately after searching that up. Yeah, poor man. It's sad, because that shit happens. It's not, like, an overwhelming amount that it happens, but it does happen, and it's not really talked about. He's working for the NFL Department of Operations now. That's pretty cool. Very cool. Good, good. I think that if you are to lie about a crime like happening, mm-hmm. you should be put into jail and fined for the amount that that person would have gone to jail and or did go into jail for. Interesting trade-off. Huh. Not a bad idea. Because, I mean, think about it. If you accuse someone of rape just to find out you're lying, or... or I mean, we could look, at the, look at the most famous case of America, Emmett Till, you know? Yeah, I was just about to bring that up. Yeah. If we were to look back at Emmett Till, lady says, hey, he whistled at me, which he didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, her brothers went, her family went over to him and tied him up and brutally beat him. And brutally. it ended up resulting in his death. Mm-hmm. And he didn't do anything wrong. And the people kind of got off scot-free. Yeah. I think those people personally should have been given death penalty and i believe full force in the death penalty i think that if you are you commit first degree murder or you had freaking homicide and you knew you were going to commit homicide and or rape incest anything like that you deserve the death penalty you do i mean it's just a matter of fact you are a scum of the earth but i don't believe in actual death penalty um, the way that we do it now. I don't think you should be given lethal injection. I don't think you should even be fucking shot in front of a firing squad. That's too quick for the shit that you've done. If you commit a harmful act against another human being, you deserve torture. Oh, you fucking hold on there, Akimis. I mean, Jesus fuck. Uh, I don't know about that. I mean, think about it. If you were to rape someone, and they have the damning evidence that you fucking raped someone. Why 
would they, if they were giving you the death penalty, why would they give you a lethal injection to immediately kill you, basically? Painless way. Why would you get a painless death? I mean... Because we are humans, and we have humanity. <laughs> easier, a better way of doing it. To and we're humane. Person, to break their psyche would to be giving them Japanese bamboo torture. Personally, that's one of my favorite, like, stories and history is how that actually worked and how a bamboo shoot can grow through a human body really interesting we are humane michael we are not savages why would we be humane to someone that's inhumane that's not the fucking dark ages broski i mean fuck i mean think about it though if you are to commit a violent crime that's deemed wrong in every fucking case why would we just let him rot in jail and fucking forget about him then. Why would we give you a exit? Just let him rot for the rest of their lives in prison then. But that's the thing. Prison's supposed to be a place for reform. Hmm. Eh. That's what jail is meant to be. Jail is meant to be a place of reform. It's not meant to be a place huh. for people to stay for their entire lives. That's exactly what happens. <laughs> Unfortunately. Exactly. <laughs> but you look at all these places in Europe that their jails are meant as a place of reform so you can leave and get back on your feet as an actual model citizen. You leave not ever wanting to go back, but also you want to be a better person. That's what jail is supposed to be. Well, you have to remember, too, prison. the prison system in America is all sorts of fucking rigged as it is. You have to remember, yeah, people, get, people line their fucking pockets with full jail cells. Yeah, fucking privatized prisons gain money off of how many uh, prisoners that they have in their jail that year. I know, I know, I know. It's sad because yeah. <laughs> you, could have, you could have good status and you'd be on your way to being released early or even released at all, and they could say, hey, actually, we're going to keep you in here, which it does happen. It yep. does happen. It's how you make millions of dollars um, while owning a fucking jail, a privatized jail. But We should just eat the rich, honestly. I think we have we have progressed past the need for rich people. I don't know about that. Just let them live on a fucking minimum wage for like two weeks. See what they do then. <laughs> That's true, but there needs to be... There will never not be rich. Well, yeah, duh, of course. That's That's been a constant throughout society. Now, do I think people need to be fucking billionaires? No. Not exactly. But, I mean, it's their money. And in the U.S., you physically cannot tell them, hey, give me your money. Donate it to charity. Because it's just not going to fucking work. Well, I mean, because... half half of these charities are corrupt as shit anyway. Right, you have to look into charities that you donate to. You have to... You could take that same example. People will say, well, why isn't, you know, Jeff Bezos donating more of his money to charity? Because he's you an know, asshole, that's why. Why isn't Elon Musk donating most of his money that he gains to charity? Okay. So now let's scale this down. If they donate 1% or 10% of their earnings a year, right? Uh -huh. Why can't you donate 10% of your earnings a year? Like, let's scale this back down. Let's, you know, basically make it so it's equal on your scale, like a good ratio to how they would be paying. Why can't you pay that much a year? And you'll say, well, I, I need this money, you know, blah, blah, blah. I earned this money. I worked for this. Well, so did they. 
<laughs> they built a fucking company off the ground and made a fucking genius idea. You're just upset that you don't have the same idea. I don't know about that. I mean, fuck, Elon's parents, like, owned a fucking mine and, like, basically profited off of fucking human labor. But is Elon profiting off of human labor like that? What I'm trying to say is, is yeah, his parents owned an emerald mine and they basically just fucking gave him a fuck ton of money and were just like, here you go, have fun. Yeah, but this could also, like, go back to, like, when people tried to cancel Elon Musk... Um, because he is the richest South African man. I mean, I know, because that's where he was born. No human being deserves to have all that much fucking money, anyway. Like that's just a I ridiculous, mean, like, exorbitant amount of money. Yeah, that's debatable though, because again, he did earn the money he makes by making a product that's reliable and well, like well made. Mm. You know. Well, everything I mean, can be scaled back down by ratios and you can every every single thing will say well why aren't they being taxed more well that's the plan to tax the fucking rich more and i believe that they should be taxed more for how much they make yes exactly <laughs> but, but then i don't think it should be like an equalized ratio down to like common people though i mean think about it if you have a one to ten ratio of like you know they're or one to a hundred we'll, we'll say that like you're paying a hundredth of what they would pay or some shit like that. Or one millionth of what they would pay. You're still paying a fucking shit ton. If they donate fucking... Like, people want to say, like, well, they could donate a million a month and they'd be fine. Okay, so let's scale that down. If you want to donate fucking 10 to to $100 a month, go ahead. Fine. Uh, well, but you whole, don't want to. Well, no, the whole point is that they make way more fucking money than most of us could, like, ever dream in our lives. So they should be giving away more because they have the fucking means to do it, and they'll still be fine. Meanwhile, the common people, like you and me, we don't make that fucking much, so we need every penny we fucking make. I mean, shit, most That's of the true. country still fucking lives paycheck to paycheck. <laughs> but I still, I still fully believe that minimum wage should actually be reduced from where it is now. I disagree heavily. Okay, and I, I, I know I've talked about this before, but I will bring it up again. Minimum wage jobs that are not, hey, I'm working at a Taco Bell, I'm working at a retail shop. They're working on car places, okay? They're working on your car. That person can be charged with fucking accidental homicide if your fucking tire's not put on right. It goes flying down the freeway and fucking kills someone. They say, I just got my tires put on, blah, blah, blah. That's why they came off. They go back to you, and they go to you, and they charge you with negligent homicide. That's the term. Negligent homicide. And you go to jail. But you're making minimum wage. And people want to say minimum wage, minimum effort. Fuck no. That's a lazy-ass motive for getting away with being lazy. I mean, like, if you want, everyone wants to complain that things are getting so much more expensive. Especially at places where they have minimum wage workers. Well, you keep increasing the minimum wage, the prices have to go up. Well, uh, you know? <laughs> well I... Well, I mean, the, the, first of all, the whole inflation thing—that's a fucking myth. Uh, but if if we were to, if we were to continued at the same rates, and like we just kept increasing it, like we would be at a much much higher minimum wage than we are now, and we'd be totally fucking fine. <laughs> I, I mean, mean, not really. They would just have to fucking change a few like prices and rates here and there. I don't understand. Okay. 
the minimum wage at fifteen dollars an hour. Uh-huh. All right, puts you at I think it was. Hold on, let me do let me do the math right now because I I did the math and it fully makes sense why the minimum wage should not be raised, but why taxes on minimum wage employees should be a little bit lower. All right, fifteen dollars an hour times forty hours a week, right? Uh huh. 40 hours a week. Multiply that by 52, all right? You're at $31,200. Yeah, most of us that is make the, under 50000 a year. Yeah, That is the rate, all right, that they deem in the U.S. for you to be above the poverty line. That's it. And this minimum wage will hit $15 an hour, newsflash. They already have it in motion. That plan's already going to go through, Okay. But that's before tax. All right. Mm-hmm. Let's say 73% of your fucking paycheck goes to you. Okay. You want to know what that sits you at per year? Only $22,776. That's working a perfect 40 hours a week every single week of the year. That's uh-huh. not missing a single shift. That's not even being fucking late by an hour. Right. Now... After tax, that fucking twenty-two thousand still sits you below the poverty level. Okay, so why so... are we raising minimum wage to fifteen dollars an hour if it's still going to set you below the poverty level? I mean, nobody deserves to live below the poverty line as it is, but with raising it, we can make a little bit of efficient progress to not having that. I understand that, but the problem is, even at minimum wage like that i think it was fuck 22 million americans maybe i'm maybe i'm over exaggerating by a little bit it was it was between 9 million to 22 million americans are living off of minimum wage employees that's a huge fucking number right and i understand that that's a huge fucking number now personally think about people in your hometown that are college or high school dropouts that live minimum wage jobs for the rest of their life. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think there needs to be more opportunity. Think about um, people that just school doesn't agree with them. Okay. So then they're stuck on minimum wage jobs. Think about people who, and like, yeah, you can say, well, what about financial crisis? And now they're stuck on a minimum wage job. That's true. But if they were in a position where they had a college degree, they can get another job within that field. The degree doesn't go away because they're in a financial situation. They're stuck for a little while, but you have to get back on your feet. That's how the country is run. It sucks. It's not fully acceptable from, for so, some people, but that's just how the country is. Well, we also you, live in a capitalistic society where money is everything. So, Yeah. I mean... Don't get me wrong. You can be in a minimum wage job for the rest of your life and be the happiest fucking person. Hey, there's not, nothing Except wrong with that. <laughs> it, there's really nothing wrong with being in a minimum wage job for the rest of your life. I want anyone to, that hears this to, to know that. I'm not saying you have to get out of your minimum wage job. But if money means everything to you, you're not going to be happy in a minimum wage job unless the minimum wage goes up. The problem is not the job that you're working, or the problem is not the money that you're making at a minimum wage job. It's the jo- it's the job that you're working at that point. Because don't get me wrong, I know people that work in minimum wage jobs and they are happy people. 
They are. You know, it. you can be happy. It's about your outlook on life that gets you. It's not meant to be, oh, woe is me, my life sucks. Make something out of it. I mean, so many people go through this dilemma of being stuck in a situation for so long. And they, they think, oh, I'm just going to be stuck here for a while. And then they don't, they just give up. They stop trying. But there's no way of telling that if you didn't stop, if you didn't stop trying and you just didn't give up, maybe a month or two later, a job opens up and now you're in a higher position. You're making more money. You're out of that crappy situation. I mean, <sighs> I don't want to advocate for having a higher minimum wage. I want to advocate for lowering the tax on those minimum wage employees so that they're no longer below the poverty level. No one should be impoverished in this country. In this country where we have people that are thriving in some businesses, no one should be impoverished. It's just sad. I mean, I would. I want people to have a happy mindset about where they are in life, what they've done with their life, and where they will be. But it's hard to look forward past a dark situation and say, I will be better. You know, my mental state will grow. And I'll just be happier. <laughs> it is not that simple, unfortunately. <laughs> it's really not. It's not that simple. I mean, I get where you're coming from, but that's that's a lot of work. It's a lot of work to yeah. put in. They may take a dark turn there, but I just... The, the minimum wage is not the problem. It's not the problem we should be combating. It's how the tax system is set up. Just throw it all away. Just throw the whole country away. <laughs> yeah, but you can't destroy our government without putting a new government in place that will upset the same people because the government's not tailored to their specific needs. Yeah. So we're all just struggling for now. The government is supposed to be for the people and by the people, but the government's not meant to coddle the people. I mean, it's just run. It's just run by a bunch of rich old white dudes who want to put money in their now, pocket. I, I do think there's a lot about Congress and everything that can be changed, like term limits on senators and governors. Like you cannot be the same fucking position for forty fucking years. Not should not be allowed. I should not be allowed to be in my fucking 70s, 80 years old, and run for president. That should not be allowed. I should not be allowed to be alive since the fucking 50s, where everything was different back then, and then run for president. That's not okay. I I mean, the office is open to anybody. Uh, you, we have to be like, what, 45, right? 35, I believe. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a little bit lower. I think there should be term limits on congressmen that can hold the same position. Like Joe Biden was in the same position doing nothing for 40 years. I don't agree with what he basically did nothing. He, at one time, advocated against gay people. I mean... Yes, I know that. I'm not taking it aside because I try and keep my views down the center away from being Republican and away from being Democrat because I think that there are good... There are pros and cons to every president. There really are. And 
President Nixon is one of the best um, examples of that. Uh-huh. Yes, the Watergate scandal <laughs> and <laughs> how Mr. horrible Nixon. that was. Mr. Antichrist but Nixon himself. Also signed Title Nine, which Title Nine, if you didn't know, um, I'm pretty sure from what I remember reading, which was like a couple months ago, allows for women to not be um, discriminated against when applying for colleges. Colleges could no longer say, you're a woman, not coming here. Yeah, you're one of the smartest in your fucking field, but Harvard is not going to accept you this year because you're a woman. Try try again next year. You know, <laughs> Try not being a woman next year. <laughs> try not being a woman for once. You know, like That's basically what they were saying. It's that's fucked what up. what these colleges were saying. It was Nixon fucked up. signed Title IX, and boom, now you can be a woman and you can go to college, which was fucking crazy. It was unheard of. Like, not many people had that opportunity. Like, you had to be the fucking cream of the crop at that point before Title IX if you were a woman to go to college. And even then, even now, they'd say, fuck you, fuck you, you ain't coming in. Even now, a lot of women are discriminated against in their own fields, which is fucked. Yeah. It's fucked up. A lot, a lot of anger coming from you tonight. I didn't, I didn't mean for it to be that way, but a lot of injustice in the world, and people are tackling it the wrong way. You know what? What's up? I was just thinking about it. The whole plastic straw ban that people are trying to put in place. Mm-hmm. I agree with certain points of the whole thing. I, I agree that we should start moving away from plastic straws. But I do not think paper straws are the place to go. Paper is more if biodegradable. About, but if we're complaining about deforestation and fucking tearing down millions and millions of trees each year, why are we trying to go to fucking paper? Because we already have a fuck ton of paper on standby. <laughs> All right, but we could go to metal straws. They're reusable. You can clean them. Like, let's fucking throw them in a dishwasher. Bam, your metal straw is good to go for the next fucking night. <laughs> and you wouldn't have to consistently be buying them. You'd have them on stock. Now, I don't think putting petitions into place to say... Stop the use of plastic straws or shaming people for using plastic straws is a good thing. I don't think that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Because here's the thing. That fucking restaurant that you're saying, oh my god, I can't believe they use plastic straws. Well, I mean, they already fucking have them. Okay? They're, just because you don't want a plastic straw, they'll just give it to the person to your right or at the next table over. They already bought them. If you want to tackle plastic straws, you take it like they did with a ban and put a plastic straw ban in an entire state. That state can no longer use plastic straws. Or take it against the fucking companies themselves that are making these straws and say, hey, fucking stop. Like, here's an option for you to be better. Stop doing this. I mean, that's that's just tackling big corpo, and that won't happen, and that's very hard to do, so I mean, who knows? It's very hard to do, but it is very possible if you have a large group of people doing it. I mean, yeah, fair. Ah, boy. But you know what you don't need a large group of people to do? Hmm. Listen to this podcast. You can listen to it on your own at any time, and or it'll be free. great for free. 
Yeah, exactly. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, that is our time. We hope you enjoyed. We hope you enjoyed listening. If you want to debate us for a bit in the comments, feel free. We'd love to hear your stories Sorry and your opinions. For the absolute anger that I've been causing, and if I have an opinion that rivals yours, that's fucking. I okay. I I don't care. I don't. <laughs> yeah, none of us really give a I shit. Mean, I mean, if you want to, yeah. if you want to debate, fucking cool. I guess I don't really care. Do debate in the comments if you want. That's fine. I, I bring it towards me. I don't give two fucks. So. But that's how it is, I guess. Note. Yeah. With that note. <laughs> On that note, thank Have you so great... much, everybody, for listening. Have a great day. Afternoon, night, whatever it is for you. Yeah, exactly. Thank you for listening. Bye, everybody. Bye.